Do 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 do. Get your s'mores. All toasty and s'morey. Do 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 do. Oh geez, here we go, guys. Recording. <laughs> oh geez, Rick, you're really tugging my leg there. Listen, <laughs> Morty, you just gotta die. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Well, welcome to Smores Adventures. <laughs> if it's not obvious, we're gonna be talking about Rick and Morty. Yeah, let's talk about that uh, trailer that they released. The video game one? No, the actual trailer. Well, we can talk about both. It doesn't matter. The video game thing was pretty cool. It was really cool. I didn't realize when I was first watching it that it was 17 minutes long. I was like, oh. It went for a while. It did. And I was like, (laughs) this is like basically the length of an episode without any commercials. And I watched the whole thing. (laughs) Oh, did you? I only watched up to like the seven, no, like six minutes in. And I was like, "Eh, okay, I get the point. It's good. Yeah. It's like interesting. And I was just like, I'm just going to keep watching this. I should probably watch other episodes, but I'm going to watch this put it on Twitch and have like a cutout of us like pretending to like to hold like, like an Xbox thing and yeah. just see how many views we get. I'm wondering though if like they'll use this and like actually make it into like a little not video game that you would like purchase on like your Nintendo or Xbox but like a mobile app game. The top like 25 comments were like when can I play this? <laughs> yeah they're like oh you're gonna make people so angry that it's not a real video game. <laughs> yeah they did a really good job. So I feel like maybe they will. I think it's gonna it's gonna be like their Szechuan sauce debacle where they like oh hype something and then it's gonna come out and it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like the worst quality video game. Like <laughs> yeah. and all these horror stories about how they like accidentally had like 50 South Koreans die of exhaustion trying to push it out in time to like meet like the media hype deadline. Oh man, that was that a real thing? About what no, this is a hypothetical situation. Okay, because I could totally see that happening in real life. <laughs> Yeah, it's hypothetical. Uh, um, I, I'm pretty sure that, do you remember there's a there's a game that Jerry's playing and it's just like him literally popping balloons? Yeah, it's balloon pop. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they actually made an app of that. They did. Yeah, so I feel <laughs> like it's very possible that this like video game trailer might actually be a thing. They're in their like really dumb tie-ins. Was, wasn't that like kind of like the point of like my least favorite episode from season four, which was the story train? Mm-hmm. Like just oh, slap Rick and Morty on something and people will buy it. You gotta buy it. Yeah, buy, buy it the now, train, buy, buy the train. <laughs> no buy one's buying anything. This is a real thing. Rick actually says like, um, I love money so much. Yeah, uh, and then consumerism. Yeah, because of tourism and consumerism. And the train breaks at the end of the episode and Morty says, oh, maybe I'll just run. He's like, haven't you been listening to anything I've been saying? Just buy another one for fuck's sakes. Yeah. He says that to him. So he's like, just keep buying, keep consuming. Don't stop. Yeah, and he's saying that too because it's like the pandemic. He's like, no one's buying anything because of this virus. (laughs) Yes, that was pretty breaking the fourth wall, right? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that episode was very very strange and like in general too much for me the whole season four was just just out there like completely random yeah i'm hoping seal season five dials it back a notch because i think they they had like this good formula where they would storyboard ideas for like ridiculous like concepts like rick Mm -hmm. as a pickle 
or mm-hmm. something in that vein mm-hmm. and then see where it goes and, that, and I feel like they took it one step farther in season four we're like D&D but it's a sex party yeah mm-hmm. with your grandchildren with like, your grandchildren yeah like, like you think that through probably didn't need to, to add that extra layer yeah like, I, I definitely feel like they're really trying to like push the envelope and see how far they can go and like make people uncomfortable yeah I don't know. It pushed and I think uh, pretty well. I don't think we're alone on this. I think a lot of people said season four was just too much for them. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. It did have some good episodes, like here and there, like the Vat of Acid one. That one was good. I yeah. love that episode. Then I think season four had good moments, but there mm-hmm. wasn't an episode that I loved as much as like the ones from like the first two or three or yeah, three first seasons. three seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's because they were just so different, right? I don't even think they were that different. I think that they were very similar to what we've already seen before. So like Jerry is bad at everything. Rick tells him not to do it. He does it anyways. And then Rick kind of has to like help him out at the end. Mm-hmm. And same with Morty. Morty asks to do a task or an adventure. Rick says, no, it's not a good idea. Um, what comes in mind in particular is the episode, the snake jazz episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. in season four where he says like stay in the fucking car you don't know what's out here it's space literally everything is out here Morty's out Mm -hmm. for like three seconds get bit by a snake and then like the whole world like falls apart and he's like I told you to stay in the fucking car and gives him a shiner at the end of the episode like do you remember that oh yeah 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 so yeah (laughs) that's uh, been done kind of Rick is a dick is a theme of the season yeah I believe because I have a a friend of a friend works for like an animation studio in Vancouver that does some of the animation for this and they Mm. so like this is like third-hand knowledge Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. take it with a grain of salt but apparently that was like a conscious choice they made was that they were worried about uh, Rick being worshipped as like this like incredibly clever uh, kind of like this the guy from Fight Club or the Joker were like, the point is that these are terrible people. Mm-hmm. And just because they're charismatic doesn't mean that you should emulate them. And I think they're worried that Rick has gotten to that point where like, oh, people want to be Rick. And like, no, no you shouldn't want to be Rick. That's <laughs> not what we're trying to convey. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Don't I can be an asshole. Don't be like him. Yeah. yeah so like everything he does this season the way he treats his family the way he treats morty and the very last episode talking about how he always wondered if he could basically beat and kill a bird person sorry phoenix person mm-hmm. pp <laughs> oh yeah yeah that was like my favorite line pee-pee. of the final episode he's like it's not bp anymore it's pp and i like laughed yeah. it was super lame but you know it made me giggle so yeah. i yeah no but it's true, yeah, because he's like the fact that you thought that makes you a terrible friend. Terrible friend, yeah. yeah. That line, you thinking that it meant you're like, oh, it's. Oh, oh, he said it better. Oh, it was yeah. just like, I always wondered who'd win in a fight between us. Then mm-hmm. he's like, you were always a bad friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That That is like classic Rick and Morty, that absolutely emotional, like, uh, dagger to the heart. Yeah. Another moment where he's kind of a bad friend, too, is when he's killing Tammy. And... Uh, He's, he's killing Tammy. He says, you made me go to a wedding. And then he kills her. She's dead. And then he says, oh, wait, you also murdered you killed my, friend. Murdered my best friend. He's like, I should have said that first. Yeah. Like another indicator of like, he's kind of terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He's selfish yeah. in that he's sense. He's definitely selfish. But then at the very end of that very last episode of season four, when he's like, um, 
man, I'm a terrible father because of like clone Beth and real Beth. But he's like, but at least I'm like an okay friend because you can see him like trying to fix Phoenix person. Yeah, Phoenix person is so pissed every time he turns him yeah. on. He's like, wah, wah. Yeah, the fact that all it was was like an on-off switch on the back of his head. <laughs> like how you can like stop him is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for season five. It's coming out soon, June 20th. And the trailer, it, Three pandemic waves from now, though. It's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like a lifetime. It's not that yeah. soon. It's pretty soon, though. It's getting me excited. Like, I'm, I'm happy that there's even a second trailer. And it, it just seems like this one's going to be more of, like, family adventures. But it's one episode, yeah. though. It's so one episode split up. This is my hope for season five, is that they kind of maybe grow a bit mm-hmm. and not fall back on, like you know, Rick's a terrible person and Jerry's pathetic. Mm-hmm. And I think it's changing a little bit because Beth has pretty much embraced being Rick Jr. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing we'll probably see more of Beth maybe go down that path of trying not to be Rick and just being super like apathetic and abandoning her family. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that does happen and that's Jerry's chance to actually be competent mm-hmm. the first yeah. time pushes him to be a better like human being mm-hmm. or yeah do something useful <laughs> other than puppeteering which did save the day but yeah yeah that was so good day. that was amazing <laughs> yeah i really like that yeah i like jerry i know like everyone like shits on him and whatnot and he's obviously like the punching bag but the fact that they like had him come in at the very end like puppeteering tammy and like basically like almost save the day that was great i was very happy with that <laughs> he has his moments we're <laughs> Most of the uh, clips seem to be coming from the Voltron episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, we won't know until we see it, but it it could be a couple of episodes where it looks like it's a big family dynamic, or maybe it's just one. Who knows? Yeah. You know, we're stronger together and not as five separate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be one of the very first episodes, if not the first one. Is Yeah, because they're giving set, a lot away. To set the tone that, like, they're going to have to work together this season. Mm-hmm. it'll be very different from season one if they do do that because season one was basically just literally rick and morty mm-hmm. and then the world kind of reacting to their antics which i do miss a bit because one of my favorite dynamics from like the very first episodes were was how much the world around them was not in on like their shenanigans yeah like, when they did something like freeze summer's crush or whatever and die mm-hmm. like that ran like the whole episode like they had a visual for him they had a memorial and some are still crying about him at the end of the episode yeah yeah random act that rick did and the principals and they're trying to make it not a race war yeah yeah yeah. he's like it's not the hispanics or something i can't remember like let's not make this about race (laughs) yeah let's not make this about race (laughs) i can't prove it yeah yeah that's the pilot episode and that, that's your that's your favorite episode, right? This is my favorite episode. That and like the way the Federation is handled with them being like just like normal guys. And Rick's like telling Morty, just just shoot them, they're robots. And <laughs> first one he shoots is like Ted or something. Glenn, yeah. Glenn. Something, yeah. something and they're basic. like, oh God, Glenn's bleeding out. Someone call yeah. his wife and children. <laughs> and then Morty's face is like, I thought you said they were robots. He's like, I met metaphorically, I don't respect them as you know, living beings. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that one's a good episode. And it definitely, it is very different from what it is now because that was the pilot episode and that was so long ago. But I really did enjoy that too, where everything like mattered and it wasn't just like, oh, Rick and Morty, again, doing crazy things in space. Yeah. Yeah. So but I talked to my friend, I mentioned this to like my friend who's also like a big Rick and Morty uh, fan, bigger than me, because what he told me was that that's a different world and universe than what they're in now. So halfway right. through season one, they accidentally caused the apocalypse right. and abandoned that world. Yes. And yep. to a new one where their shenanigans are like commonplace. Mm, so so that that's old, what it is. Yeah, their yeah. old universe had that dynamic of like people would be like, what the hell did you just do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're staying here and talking to the police. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we'll take that to go. No, yeah. you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> the police have so many questions. <laughs> okay that does make a lot of sense because you're right they do uh, when is it like the, the flu episode where morty asks rick to it make was, like the love potion yeah it was it wasn't the he didn't have the flu or it like no jessica his- had the flu so he gave jessica like the love potion and she had the flu and like spread it to everyone and then everyone was in love with morty and then yeah. when rick was trying to make an antidote that made them all into like those weird blob monsters and then they left yeah, he was trying to take Jessica to the dance and he didn't know she had the flu and then that's how it kind of spread pandemic-y. <laughs> yeah, the fact that they didn't they didn't fix it, they just left. <laughs> well, he tried to fix it, but it just kept getting well, he worse tried and worse. <laughs> so half-assedly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He what he did, but he, what did he just like He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, cuz I think in the world that they end up going to, he's like, "I found a dimension where I did like fix it." So he has the capabilities of like fixing it he's just lazy and would rather find a different dimension where he had already done that yeah and then take over mm-hmm. where he accidentally blew himself up exactly yeah the show is good man it's yeah really there's a lot of easter eggs in each episode it's really good and yeah that the continuity like i don't think uh, there's been a dog in any episode since like the second episode yeah what was his name like snowball or snuffles and then Snuffles? he wanted no. to be called Snuffles. Snowball. was his slave name. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I said. <laughs> Snuffles was his original name, and then he wanted to be called Snowball when he became superior than Jerry. Right, because he's like, because I'm white and fluffy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right. I never realized that, that they never have a pet again. Um, Fazila, what's your favorite episode? Um, my favorite episode is um, from season one, actually. Episode seven, Raising Gazorpazorps. <laughs> that episode is pretty fun. I like the I like the part where they go to the female Gazorpazorpians and Summer and uh, Rick are on, on this adventure because Morty's busy raising his kid terribly, yeah. might, might I add. And uh, both like Jerry and Summer, no, sorry, Jerry and Beth are commenting on how badly Morty's parenting. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So back to the Gazorpi Zorpian females. Um, yeah, that island is pretty, pretty sweet. There's a lot of like Easter stuff in the background, which is really cool. Uh, the restaurant, there's a restaurant there. It's called um, Just a Little Bit of Yours. <laughs> there's a department store called Shoes and Chocolates Only. And there's a, and the best one is that there's a strip club called uh, the Cuddle Puddle. It's really funny because it's like, hugs 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 yeah. <laughs> live action cuddling like it's really <laughs> funny just like that whole play yeah it's pretty cool 
And that they're also supportive. What do they say to each other? I'm here for you if you need to talk. Yeah. So every time they, um, it's like they're greeting. Yeah. Every, every time they walk past a female, they say, um, I'm here for you if you need to talk. (laughs) And they also like touch each other's arm every time, right? Like they make sure there's like human contact. Yeah. There's like human contact (laughs) and they spend like, 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 you know, one second saying Mm -hmm. that. And they like take the time. If there's like four women in line, like they say it to each other. Yeah. And eventually like Summer starts saying it. She's like, oh, I'm here if you need to talk. Yeah. Like immediately she, it just like catches on and she loves yeah. it. Yeah. She yeah. That one's really funny. Strong women ruling like sort of the world of, of this world. Mm-hmm, that planet. The planet. Yeah. Um, I like the beginning of that episode because Rick is like trying to haggle. And for whatever it is that he's trying to purchase and Morty's just like, oh, it'd be really cool if I could have a souvenir. Like we have so many adventures and I don't have a souvenir. And he's like, that, 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 that looks pretty cool. And then Rick is like, okay, I'll take this and the sex doll. And then Morty's lips just like deflate. I love that. He's like all embarrassed. (laughs) I did learn that uh, when their lips go like downward in like Mm -hmm. a downward W, it's Mm -hmm. from uh, Ren and Stimpy. Mm. an older cartoon that was on uh yeah they sort of took that they had that Mm -hmm. I never watched that as a kid I was not allowed to watch that show no no it was like on at nighttime you couldn't yeah I'm pretty sure it was like an adult yeah it was an adult I actually hated that show did you oh did you watch it just it was so gross and chaotic and not in like a fun way either just everything they did was like cringy and gross and like as a kid I was just was not my type of humor mm. I like ha- hated any time it was on I tried to avoid it <laughs> how interesting yeah I even to this day I've never seen an episode of that like I watched Spongebob and Hey Arnold <laughs> oh my gosh Hey Arnold is awesome oh the the other really cool thing from the episode um the one I was talking about raising Gazorp Resorb uh is Summer's top so her top saves the day and it's uh, a top, it's a yellow flowy tank top made by Mark Jacobs. And it's an, they did a lot of research for that, for that shirt. It's an actual Mark Jacobs shirt. And I saw on the internet, of course, uh, that Mark Jacobs, um, like company, like retweeted that clip of Summer wearing that shirt and says, oh, Summer Smith has style. Yeah. That was kind of so cool. Funny. Cool meta stuff. Yeah. So what's your favorite episode? Oh, hold on, though. I want to say one last thing about your episode that you picked. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so you know how his kid, what is he name? Just Morty Jr., right? Yeah, Morty Jr. Um, he ages so quickly. So do you think he's still alive or he already died? Because by the end of the episode, he's like an old man talking about his book. Yeah, on, like, the radio. How awful his dad is. Yeah. I don't know. I assume he's dead. Like, I, I feel like he's like a 24 hour fly type of situation. Like it, he's probably gone in like a day. Yeah, like that could be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've definitely seen that before. There was something like that in the pilot episode when they're running through the, the international airport mm. and they crash into somebody who like breathes in this right. weird liquid, sneezes, and <laughs> this thing like falls beside Morty, starts running, grows up, gets yeah. old. And dies of old age within three seconds. Like, yes, yes, I do remember that. Just don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's so funny. Yeah, so I kind of feel like Morty Jr. is probably already dead, yeah. but is an incredibly fast writer because he all, he made a book within like that day. 
Yeah, later that day he's famous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. I do like that episode. At least he's eating well. <laughs> yeah, at least he's eating well. Um, okay, so my you favorite guys episode. both forgot the best joke was that they split from the males in the great passive aggression. Oh, then- <laughs> oh. yes. <laughs> that is a good one. It's so good. Oh, the other one that's really good is the is a spider that gets loose in one of the sectors. Yes, uh, they over the over like the speakers. Yeah, or whatever. the announcement overhead uh, overhead announcement says like, um, please like redirect or reroute. The the spider is still in blank sector. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're not telling you what to do. They're yes, letting you <laughs> yeah. know how they feel. <laughs> yes, that's right. She they don't want to like be opposing. Like, make sure you reroute. No, it's like you do yeah. what you want. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to tell you what to do. They're just giving you the information. You do with it what you will. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So good. Yeah, that one's very female forward. It's a good one. You know, uh, actually, Dan Hartman didn't like that episode for whatever reason. What a sexist. Well, I don't know if that's it. Because, like, you know, yeah, So, do you guys think all those jokes were written by a man or a woman? A man. One I would definitely men. say a man. Yeah, 100%. There's no yeah. way. Because, like, it's all the stereotypes, right? It's exactly. All the things yeah. that, like, women do say, but there's no way, there's no way a, man, a woman no. wrote that. Do you I, know? I, no, I actually don't know. I was actually thinking it would have been a woman because I don't know if a, a man would think of something like the, the greeting. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I think or or the, good. or the, like the, okay, obviously the spider announcement, I think like a man would probably write that. <laughs> but then the, the, the extra quip of like, we're, we're not telling you what to do, just how we feel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be interesting. I don't know. To We'd have to look into that. that. Episode. We'll get back to that. Influence. Yeah. We'll take bets on who the writer was for that. The main writer. It's I'm, funny because you, you thought it was a, a man and I thought it was a woman. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Both women here thought it was a man and you, yeah. a man, thought it was a yeah. woman. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anyways, over to your episode. Which one did you pick? Okay, so my favorite episode is um, season two, episode two, Total Rickall, with all of the crazy, zany characters. I love that episode. It's just, it's so funny. I love seeing all of like, it was very like family guy where they do all like the flashback type of things showing all of the different memories. That one was a really good episode. That that is like probably the most famous one. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite. Like I I Mm -hmm. like the pilot. I tried not to pick this episode because I Mm -hmm. feel like it's everyone's favorite episode. Yeah. I tried tried to go off the board, but like, this is actually probably their best one. The Mr. Meeseeks episode is also really, really good. Like when I was trying to choose a favorite episode, it was between Total Recall and then Mr. Meeseeks. But then I was like, oh, maybe one of you guys is going to pick Mr. Meeseeks. So I'll pick Total Recall. (laughs) But they're both excellent I tried to stay a little bit off, um, off the ones that are already pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I have an answer. Raising oh. Gazorpazorp, written oh. by two people. Oh, who is it? Anybody want to change their answers? No, no I'm, I'm going to say two men. Is it I'm two men? In. It's two men. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I'm so excited because I knew it. Eric Acosta and Wade Randolph, directed by Jeff Myers. <laughs> oh, all men. Totally. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> This then women had nothing to do. <laughs> they must have gotten too, some feedback. It's too, like uh, I mean, superficial, I, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, too like uh, yeah, it's too superficial for sure. 
I was surprised. I, I thought there would be at least one woman in, in on this. To, like influence <laughs> them. Yeah. yeah. They probably just like tapped into what like their uh, ex-girlfriends would say to them. They're like, oh, yeah, you're always wanting my food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Or something. I don't know. It's just there's a formula for sure. Sorry. Back to Total Recall. I just thought that was interesting. No, that yeah. was great. Um, with Total Recall, do you guys have like a favorite parasite? Reverse giraffe. <laughs> I do have a favorite. Okay, again, I'm trying to go off the board. The the best. No, just tell me what you actually like. Mr. I don't Pookie's care for the masses. Ball, but he's not okay. a parasite. He's not a parasite. But that's like the best twist in the whole series. Yeah, yeah. It's it's also, but there's also a lot of like things saying like, um, like on Reddit that maybe he is a parasite, but like just like a super advanced kind. I don't know. No, I, I, no. I really think the, the joke is that he isn't and how like counterintuitive that was with mm-hmm. that name and that voice and Beth being like of all people, Beth was the one just to shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. I also really like in that episode with Mr. Poopy Butthole that the intro was remade and it has Mr. Poopy Butthole like on all of the adventures with him. Like he's just been there all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No other parasite got to really do that mm-hmm. unless they were inserting themselves in a memory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my favorite parasite is Sleepy Gary. <laughs> oh that was pretty good. <laughs> I think it's so funny that he's married to Beth, but that him and Jerry have like a side thing going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, he convinced Jerry that he's like, He's not the parasite. That Jerry might be the parasite. So that's well, like yeah. another level. So like, of- this is Jerry's memories, right? And yeah. then in his memories, he's not even married to his own wife, <laughs> and he's not even having an affair with her. He's having an affair with Sleepy Gary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, what? He's like, I'm so afraid funny. I'm not real. <laughs> yeah. And then and- when she shoots Gary, he was like, "Send me to Gary. I want to be with Gary." <laughs> she he wants her to kill him. Yeah like shut up and then that. goes to the bad memory flashback when he runs past this like <laughs> the homeless dude yeah so i'm like well i'm not sure even sure what he was doing like he's drugged out or something i'm not sure anyway he's running past him he's like run i said run and he locks There's himself no in the car <laughs> she's like come out here and help me they say you shouldn't do that <laughs> yeah you're real passes him like a gun oh man who's your favorite parasite other than Sleepy Gary. That was my favorite. You. Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I definitely think that uh, I really like Summer's like um, bed, sleepy bedtime. Tinkle? Pick, yeah, Tinkle. She's so Is cute. Sprinkles or Tinkles? Tinkles. I think it's Tinkle. Yeah. And I knew Tinkles I like... was real. Yeah. <laughs> tinkles I like... friends. And I like the rap. The rap, oh, yeah. So good, yeah. It's really, like, that one's really good. Oh, um, Pencil Vester. He's like, Pencil. No, everyone makes mistakes, Rick. That's why I have one of these. Like, it points to his eraser. <laughs> yeah, I also really like Hammer Eye because that one, I just, it's so punny. Yeah. That one's really punny. Visually punny is the, is the um, Amish cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> he comes up with um, Hammer Eye. Yeah. The Amish like, cyborg, like that's not, pretty not good. Not a pun, but I think this is the episode with like Abraham Linkler. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also pretty good. Mm. Yeah, they're they're all like good. There's like a robotic crocodile. Yeah. Yeah, the refrigerator lady. Photography raptor. Yes, yeah, that's a <laughs> he has like his whole like old school photography set. It's pretty cool. 
Oh, I did want to mention the Easter that was uh, sort of part of this episode in a different episode. Um, it's the one with the fart and uh, Moon Man sort of musical episode. Mm. Um, anyways, uh, when he's releasing him in the wild, Rick puts these uh, green glowing gems into, into his car. And then you can see in the beginning of the episode before they sort of interact with the uncle that's at the breakfast table, you can see him throwing away the glowing rocks. And he kind of mentions, oh, somebody must have attracted in last week on their on their shoes or something. Uh, and then that guy, the, par- the uncle parasite gets killed and you can see little larvae on his shoulders. So he was like the main guy, the main um, parasite. And then it kind of exploded. Spreads from there. That's a cool Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think as they went on with the later seasons that they kind of lost like those little background tidbits or do you think they're still there? Because I think maybe they're still there, but we just haven't noticed. I can't remember anything from season four where I noticed or any time in season four where I noticed those little things were like season one and two. I picked up on a lot of like the little things in the background or sayings or callbacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I think season four might have just been rushed. It could have been to meet the deadlines. Yeah, they. I think they were behind, and they had every season. They've had a trouble like getting the next round of funding for the next one. Mm-hmm. But this Which blows my mind. It's so incredibly popular. How are they having trouble with funding? Well, Took a while, and then there was well. A what huge happened gap. after season three? They actually put their foot down and said, "No, we're not doing this every season. You fund the next three, mm-hmm. or we're not going to make a fourth. And after, I think, a year of negotiations, they agreed to do something like 40 to 50 more episodes yeah. on top of the season three. But yeah. then it had already been a year, and then they started production. Right. So they, well, there was a doubly long gap between season three and four, and I think they probably rushed four out just to get something out there. Right. right. Because they even, they released like that April Fool's episode. That's right. Yeah. I do remember that. Like six yeah. months before the actual season came out. Mm-hmm. It was a reverse April Fool's joke. Yeah. They like Rickrolled you or whatever. So do you think it's going to be like six seasons in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> like Community? Yeah, like Community. Abed always says six seasons in a movie. Yeah. And well, I, think, I think I saw a tweet saying that they've already been renewed for like season seven or something like that yeah so that would make saying, sense with all of the got, episodes they got a huge order so mm-hmm. i think it's going to take them if they do 10 like 40 episodes so like to mm-hmm. season seven yeah that makes i can sense. imagine after that they do a movie yeah they probably yeah. want to not become the simpsons right i think that's the, the, mm. that was like family guy's goal too is that we don't want to turn into the simpsons they're the sim they're on season 20 like yeah um <laughs> i think that ship has sailed yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, money changes everyone's minds, but I think that's the point right now is they are probably going to wrap up mm-hmm. season mm. seven, which is a decent runtime. That's and true. Yeah, seven seasons is pretty if good. If they're still going, maybe a movie, maybe a live action movie. Maybe a live action movie. Oh yeah, maybe a live action movie. Oh. That'd be a sweet way to tie it off. Yeah, yeah that's a perfect segue it. too. <laughs> yeah. So who would we cast if there was a live action movie? Yeah. Do you have any ideas of who you would want to pick? I have a few names. I If they don't get Jim Carrey to be Rick, it's an unforced error. Yeah. <laughs> That's my opinion. Yeah, you think Jim Carrey? I think it needs cool. to be Jim Carrey. Uh, there's That's so funny a- because I would never choose Jim Carrey. 
I think Jim Carrey could pull it off. He there's does, there's a few people that could probably get that crazy energy. Uh, maybe like Steve Buscemi. Mm. See, I agree with that. Yeah, 100% with him. Jim Carrey used to like be on a talk show and talk out of his ass. I don't know if that's much of a like... <laughs> He's like yeah, funny, but he's not future. like a belligerent drunk. Okay, yeah. the only way, way that you can like convince me Jim Carrey wouldn't be is because he it doesn't seem like he's mean enough to pull it off. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> he's like a different kind of comedy, but he's not like an angry drunk. And he maybe he can do it. Maybe he's a great like angry drunk actor, and we just don't know it. Maybe he has it in him, but I just I can't see it. Here's I mean, a here's an off the board one: Tom Cruise. Oh my god. No. <laughs> No, no. He, I mean, flies. You want angry Christian Bale? Christian Bale. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I think, I think people will watch it just for whoever they cast Rick. Like True. that is like the perfect role. Like an actor would probably like kill for that role. Well, yeah. What about like, because uh, you know how like, they do the dimensions and there's many Ricks. Why mm. not like having a couple of Ricks doing Ricks? Because like I don't know, it'd be. Because there's so many of them, and they have that's a great idea. They have like a slight different personality, so like mm-hmm. Jim Carrey would be a good Rick, a version of that. Yeah, Tom Cruise. I'm not really thrilled, but maybe I would like to see Tom Cruise. Because did you guys uh, see that clip lame. of him? He was like losing his mind about like people um, having to wear masks. This was like during the pandemic, so like a, someone like secretly recorded him and like put it out on the internet, and he's like freaking out at everyone that they need to put their masks on and like all of this stuff, which is like really good. But he was like so angry about it, and people are like, "Oh man, like you might need to calm down." <laughs> but like, yeah but put i was like uh i don't think so yeah put your mask on man like yeah okay so maybe him he could be a version of rick and then yeah. i think i really think that the main rick should be hugh larry who's that again dr house that's a good one. oh right because I, I just think he like he's like the ultimate asshole like he plays like a really good american asshole he does a good job and i think he could be one of the main ricks or just Rick Sanchez. He could You know, I never actually watched House, so I I'm not really like I don't know, but I can kind of see it. Yeah, in you gotta show, know because he's, he's basically plays a character in constant pain who is just an asshole with a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. could easily be alcohol. Is very, very yeah. belligerent yeah. about like every and very like nihilistic. Like uh, you're all going to die i guess i can tr- save you you give them five ten years out of your life is that gonna make you happy like <laughs> yeah like kind of got that rick personality mm-hmm. it's like well there's, okay. a, there's an infinite amount of you do i really need to save this morty there's like another one i can just fuck out of yeah yeah you can go to the department store of morty's and just grab one <laughs> yes yeah um when you said like having all of the different ricks the first thing that came to my mind is that um one scene in anchorman where they have like the 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 battle on the field and it's like all the oh different God. anchor teams coming yeah. and there's like Ben Stiller and like who just like so many Fun. different people Vince Vaughn comes Owen Wilson's, yeah, there. Owen Wilson's there yeah there's just so Jim many that's... like the second one yes <laughs> yeah he is he's like <laughs> Irish or Scottish or yeah yeah. Um, yeah that's what I imagine to be have like all of the different Ricks there which would have like all of the different options of actors yeah and that's and then whoever wins the battle is who gets to be the main Rick. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know what they would uh, make the movie about because, like, yeah, he's done the whole Rick versus Ricks. He's mm. taken out the Federation several times, twice yeah. at least. 
that I can think of. I think the only big evil enemy that no one's seen yet is the, the evil Morty. Oh, yeah. I think they should save him for a movie. That would be really good. That would it's, be really It's like good. a Rick version of Morty. Yeah, if I, you know, that's the one thing. If I, like, when I was, I'm trying to think of, like, people that I would cast for a live action, and, like, I have a hard time trying to cast Rick. I have people in mind for, every, like, for the other characters, Beth, Summer, Jerry, Morty, but Rick, I think, is really, like, difficult to try and pinpoint someone for it. So it can be, like, Doctor Who, how they have different Ricks. I think that would be okay, too. So every time he comes out of a portal, it's, like, a different Rick. Like a different character playing Rick. Yeah, yeah. it's continuity. Yeah. Well, Doctor Who changes every time the Doctor dies. Right. Something. So that could be it too. Like Rick dies a bunch of times. That one yeah, like, where he's like getting cloned. And yeah. he's like, no, I'll just wait a second. He has the dying gem, the death gem. Yeah, that, isn't that, that's that's the first episode of season four. Yeah. That probably wouldn't be a good movie plot if you're changing your main character actor like every scene. <laughs> be super hard to follow. I guess so. Who it'd be you? fun to see all of the auditions though like for everyone who auditioned to, for rick that yeah, would be, be like I the would best love to see that. easter eggs <laughs> who would be your best or jerry who's who's next easiest to cast well i uh, you said rick was the hardest i thought he was the easiest but so who's who's your easiest to cast um for me it was morty actually because i think tom holland would make a great morty I know he's like a little bit older, but I feel like he looks young enough still. If you just like comb his hair right, and he's just—I feel like he'd be like perfect, nervous, and like, oh, I don't know. But yeah, the only thing is that he might be too old, but yeah, he's got the right. If he looks young enough, it should be okay. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him in anything since like Spider-Man, and that was a couple years ago. But he's—you know—he pulled off a high schooler back then, so I feel like as long as he's putting on his sunscreen, he should yeah. be okay. Oh man, makeup. Yeah, yeah. Morty's supposed exactly. to be ten years old. But... No, fourteen. No, fourteen. In season 14? four, they said fourteen. Yeah. Oh. So I think they are just like slowly aging him, very like sneakily. So if a movie does come out and say he's pushing like twenty, then mm-hmm. maybe Tom Holland. Maybe. Can yeah, maybe twenty. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he has. A I think so. Face. Yeah, he does have like ba- a baby face as long as he's like clean shaved. Yeah. See, Morty for me was super easy to cast because I only know like four child boy actors and it's the kids from Stranger Things. <laughs> right. So pick one of them. Probably Will, I think. <laughs> not Al? <laughs> no, not Al. <laughs> we could probably do Al. Maybe Al as like Summer. Al could be Summer. Al could be Summer, yeah. I do have a better Summer though. I think... It, like Al could be Summer, but I think Emma Roberts would be an even better Summer. Who that is? She's got that like <laughs> bitchy, sassy down. Yeah, exactly. Like she's she's just as much of a a dick than the like the rest of her family is. Mm-hmm. Like mean to everybody. I remember this one time. Um, it was probably the Total Recall episode, and they're stuck in the elevator, and they're, they had come home, or they're going home, but the elevator stopped, and it's after, like, a Hulk show, and Morty's screaming, because he's like, oh, I gotta pee, and she's like, I peed the second the elevator stopped, Yeah. and she's giving them sass, and they're like, oh, that's gross, that's disgusting, she's like, whatever, I'm disgusting on purpose, yeah, you guys, (laughs) so it really has that like bitchiness and like I'm she's very and- sure of herself she's very confident yeah so it needs to be a super confident badass woman and I think mm-hmm. Emma Roberts plays that well 
Yeah, she's definitely played that already. And I can definitely see her like bringing that forward mm-hmm. for summer. Did you pick a Morty though? No, actually Morty was really hard. I, I honestly just said like open casting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so your your fan casting is just pick someone good. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know why he was so hard to pick. And I just I think honestly, it's because he's a kid. There aren't yeah. a lot of child actors. Like most people do what Spider-Man did. They get some guy who's 25 and say like, hey, you're 15 in this show. Yeah, so. yeah. So you look not- young enough. I think Will from Stranger Things is a good pick too, though, because they're actually does, like one, they're actually young, and two, like in Stranger Things, he he plays like being fearful very well, mm-hmm. and that would definitely come into play, being Morty. Because the other characters that are in there are too brave and too charismatic. I'm struggling to remember their names. Season three came out. What, oh man, it's been so ago? long now. Oh. Two years ago, almost. No, it wasn't that long ago. Fifteen years ago, we'll say. We'll call it even. <laughs> Around 15. But, uh, was... I know one of them was Dustin. Finn was like the main one in season was one. Finn? Wasn't it Finn? Finn's the one that's with Finds L. Staying with L. Maybe that's his or Maybe that's the actor's name. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I haven't seen that show. And then, yeah, D- Dustin was another one. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. Dustin is too Charismatic. charismatic to pull off more. I feel like Morty needs to be like Jerry Jr., somewhat he is pretty much Jerry Jr. whereas Will the only thing you can say about him is that yeah he looks really scared when he's being chased by a monster which is probably 80% of the role exactly yeah (laughs) he's just like hiding in a cupboard falling over exactly yeah what about um uh casting Beth that's an easy one Julie Bowen from Modern Family (laughs) yeah I think that's a great pick I I I didn't think of that myself at all like that never even came on my radar but now that you say it, I think she's an excellent choice because she's basically already is Beth. Although it seems like she actually does love her husband in Modern Family, but she got pregnant I mean, at 18 and forced amazing. to get married. And, yeah, but she is married to like kind of, not like a weaker man, but a little bit of a Jerry. Yeah. She's definitely like the type A, well, but that's not really Beth, but she, she's got like that feistiness. Mm-hmm. You know, she's always trying to like impress her father. Mm-hmm. And she's constantly dealing with the kids and running the house and can have like a person in the last episodes or seasons, she does have a professional career. Kind of like how Beth is a doctor, mm-hmm. horse doctor, but still. <laughs> horse doctor, yeah. You're a heart horse surgeon. <laughs> horse heart surgeon, like not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to put um, Anna Ferris up for, for Beth. Beth. Yeah, I think she would be a really good Beth. I only know of her from like scary movie. <laughs> Maybe she could be Clone Beth. Because Clone Beth is pretty sweet and pretty nice. Like obviously she gets jaded a little bit throughout, but for the majority of the episodes, when or if we don't know if she's clone or not clone, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like Anna Ferris. I think she's super cute and I think she would do a really good job. Who's your pick? Uh, my pick is Leslie Mann. Yeah, I can <laughs> Leslie see that. Mann, yeah. I love her so much. She's so crazy. She's I so funny her. and crazy. Yeah, like she's wild. And forty-year-old virgin, but she like <laughs> throws up on Steve Carell. <laughs> oh, it's too good. Yeah, I thought I thought she she's would be great. really great. And uh, who are missing? Jerry. What do you think? Who do you think Jerry? Who's a good Jerry? Jerry. I, yeah, I think for Jerry, I actually really like who does his voice on the on the show chris parnell i think he would i think he'd be an excellent 
Jerry. Because yeah, he he does more than just voice acting. He's been in He's a few, in like a few things. Yeah. He's also been in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he was kind of like a, a coke a coke fiend. And oh, he did a yeah he, he did a really good job there. So yeah, I think he could be a good Jerry. Get into a bit of trouble. Be brave when he needs to be, but not too brave where he like is a, mm-hmm. is the hero. Yeah, I think that would be a really good Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I like him. He was in an episode of Friends, um, like forever ago, where he thinks that Chandler's name is Toby. Oh yeah, he loses his mind. Yeah, he goes crazy and like destroys his office because he didn't get the job. You know this Chandler guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Like I can't correct him now. It's been like five years he's been calling me Toby. Yeah. He's like, I want to be crazy that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. I think Chris Pondell would be good. He'd be good. Uh you mentioned Brooklyn Nine Nine. I was thinking uh his name is like Joel Latriglia or whatever. He plays oh, yeah, he Boyle. plays Boyle. Yeah. I think he'd be he'd be a really good one too. Good at it. Yeah. Because he's yeah. like basically um he his family, like the Boyle family, their motto is like don't resist or something. Oh, like don't that. resist. Don't resist. And they all wear beige that can blend into the background. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I haven't seen that show, but I know that guy, he's in um super bad. He's the one who hits <laughs> Seth with his car. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I have like eight dollars. Can I give you eight dollars? <laughs> he has like some like barely any change. He's trying to pay him off for hitting him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the fuck you have? Okay, I'll take you to a party. Yeah. Let's get some, get you some booze there. Yeah, yeah. I think he's funny. I think he'd be a really good Jerry. But he I don't be think a really good Jerry. Him. I don't think this for now. I think whoever has like better or worse on screen chemistry. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we need at least three. You guys both can't pick Chris Barnell. So I'm going to throw in a bonus pick. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Brian Cranston. Because why not? <gasps> that would be great. <laughs> It'd be a perfect career sandwich. He starts as Hal. He goes... <laughs> he goes Walter to White. being the one who knocks. And yeah. then he goes back to Hal. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Oh my god, that would be perfect. That, that would be really good. I would love to see that. And he could do it too. Oh, 100%. He's such a skilled he's actor. Yeah, Jerry's basically Hal. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's awesome. What a good pick. That is that a really a good curveball. Yeah, oh, I'm actually going to leave because I can't top that. So <laughs> you guys finish off the podcast. We'll see you in a bit. <laughs> no, Sam, I don't think you and I said who we would do our summer. Only only Faz said who her summer would be. Uh, yeah, I kind of. Did you sidestep that on purpose? Yeah, did you yeah, do that on purpose? I don't. <laughs> I don't have a like. You don't have a summer because, like, uh, oh, the kids are hard to cast, and but summer I think is supposed to be a little bit older, so I feel like she might be a little bit easier. Um, I did have someone. I was thinking maybe Amanda Seyfried if she's not too old, she can be like kind of sweet but also crazy scary. Yeah, that's true. I do like her. (laughs) Wasn't she in Mean Girls? That's what I was thinking. If she She was was playing. Karen, yeah. She that, puts yeah, like the K on backwards. Like, well, when was the last time I watched a show about high school girls? I think it was Mean Girls. Mean Girls, yeah. Which, that's okay, I, I watched it recently because it came up and Fazila was like, you haven't seen this? We're watching it now, which was like last year. Oh, I'm so glad she made you watch it. It's yeah. one of the best movies. It, yeah, it it's is, so it's, good. It's pretty good. It's uh, funny. But I was thinking, yeah, Amanda Seyfried, older version of Summer. Like, if Morty's going to be 20, mm-hmm. then Summer will be, like, what, 22, 24? 
Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if they've ever really said what their age difference is. Have they? No, I think she's like they go to the same high school, so I can imagine yeah. that she might be like can't, a can't be more than four because she's still yeah. in school and yeah. he's fourteen. Who's your summer? Uh, my summer is Sophie Turner. She played Saria on Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, sweet! I'm changing my answer. It's Sophie Turner. <laughs> well, who the hell? I... Who's who's yours? <laughs> <I'm just> gonna... <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> Both pick Sophie Turner. Fine, Maisie Williams. Oh my Maisie gosh. Williams. Just another Game of Thrones actress. Yes, Arya. I can't believe I spaced on that. Mm, so I blocked funny. most Game of Thrones out because the book is never coming out in season eight was atrocious. Okay, yeah, that's cool. a different podcast. Yes, anyway. yeah, all together. Yeah, so that would be all of my picks for the live action. Okay, now who's a, who do we mail this podcast to so we can be influencing the yeah. cast? You do hashtag Rick and Morty and it will change the world. I believe Woo-hoo! that's how the, the Twitter works. That's yeah, true. I think so. I think, I think so. so too. You might be onto something. Our um, 15 unique listeners, mm-hmm. according to the metrics, are going to make this happen. Right, guys? Right, yeah. guys? Yay! That's right. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and uh, one thousand episodes, one hundred years to go. <laughs> Rick and Morty to the end of time. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and our website, s'moresadventures.ca. And you have to do all of them in that order, or mm-hmm. we'll find you. We have. It's true. We have analytics now. We know who you are. <laughs> Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Happy roasting, do 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 do.